Chapter 3, Evergreen Remus won't leave. Sirius tries for the remainder of the day to convince the other man that he's wrong, his head pounding harder the longer it goes on until it feels as though it's nearly ready to crack open. He packs his things into the flat, and Sirius considers following him each time he goes for another load, but he doesn't, scared the stranger will lock him out to make his point, Sirius unable to find his own keys now, missing just like his wand. He eyes Sirius warily every time they pass by one another, Sirius glaring at him in turn. He pokes through the man's things when Remus isn't around, and then deciding he doesn't care, continuing with his actions in clear view until the boxes are snatched from under him, though he doesn't find much of merit. It's all well-worn clothing and a few trinkets that don't look as though they're worth anything at all except to the man himself. His fingers slip over an evergreen jumper, soft, nearly threadbare, before that's pulled away sharply as well. I've entertained this long enough, snaps Sirius a few hours later, trailing Remus around the flat as he unpacks his possessions. This is my home. I'm not leaving, which means it's up to you to do so. The other man doesn't respond, ignoring him as he plucks a few pairs of trousers from a suitcase and deposits them in an open drawer. Sirius growls under his breath and nicks the last pair from Remus's hands. Stop it. You have to go. Remus turns hard eyes on Sirius, his nostrils flaring a little. Prove it. What? says Sirius in confusion, holding the clothing out of reach as Remus makes a grab for it again. That it's your flat, reiterates Remus. Prove it. Sirius gapes at him, mouth working silently, but before he can create a proper response, Remus is speaking again. There's nothing here that hints this is where you live. Yes, the place is furnished, but that's all. There aren't any personal objects that I've seen. So prove you permanently reside here and that you have any claim to it at all. Sirius blinks rapidly. You really are mad, he snipes in amazement. And blind. I've things everywhere. Where? The question comes at him like a whiplash, quick and biting, causing Sirius to falter for a moment before he recovers. What do you mean where? Just look. But he stops abruptly when his own eyes settle on the open drawer Remus had been stowing his things within, finally registering that it had been empty when it hadn't been the last time Sirius had dressed. I. His head jerks around, gaze picking up on the subtle differences that are so small and familiar he'd not noticed they'd been missing before now. The things littering his bedside table are gone, the loose bits of both muggle and wizarding monies, the pocket watch from James's parents he'd always left there to see whenever he woke. His photos are gone from the wall, no longer seeing his friends waving at him or Harry's half-toothless mouth grinning widely from his seat on Sirius's countertop. Sirius turns sharply on his heel, stalking from the room, barely hearing Remus's protest from behind him. He ventures down the hall and pokes his head into the bathroom. His personal care items are no longer present, his toothbrush gone from the holder mounted to the wall, the hook typically housing his towel now vacant. He storms to his kitchen finding the refrigerator and all his cupboards barren, cleaned out. The drawers are empty, no cutlery in the one nearest the sink, his favorite mug no longer anywhere in sight, the one Lily had given to him right before Harry had been born, claiming him as the world's best godfather. 
He finds his sitting room the same, all the little things that had made up sections of his life now gone, nothing remaining to claim the space as his own. I don't understand, he whispers, staring around in horrifying confusion. He shakes his head a little. I don't understand. You don't live here, comes the voice from behind him, and Sirius spins quickly on his heel. I do, he shouts. Where are all my things? They're all gone. I didn't take them. Who did? Remus sighs. I don't know, and I don't care, he says firmly. But this is my home now. You have to leave. Sirius straightens to his full height. No. Now I've had enough, says Remus in a low rumble, his brows pinching in anger. He steps forward and grabs Sirius's upper arm in a surprisingly strong grip for how lanky he appears, beginning to haul him towards the door, Sirius struggling against him. Out. Get out. Go sort this out with your friends. Let go of me, snarls Sirius, trying to yank out of his grasp but failing miserably. Remus jerks the door open and shoves Sirius through it. Oi, he cries fiercely, spinning around just as it closes in his face. There's half a second of silence before he feels an uncomfortable pull at his midsection, and then Sirius is waking up on the floor again, his head heavy as though he's been sleeping for weeks. He peers up at a startled Remus staring at him in astonishment from his position beside the door. What the fuck, utters Remus, mouth hanging open.